keeping up with the kink series that I'm doing, we gonna get into a lot of different kinks and what they mean, where they kind of stem from and shit like that. And my top score when I took this BDSM test is I'm an exhibitionist, which means that I like for people to watch me have sex. Um, I didn't always know I was exhibitionist, obviously. Um, but once I realized that I did like that, I kind of just, I'm like, shit, all right, we here now. Might as well embrace myself. I know me. Um, I'm cool with that. And it's, I have a lot of different examples of me being an exhibitionist, but I, I want to say this, uh, there are studies that show that kinks can be genetic. And when I think about me just being comfortable being butt-ass naked around people, I think it's because my mama used to walk around butt-ass naked around me. Like, I, you know, like, uh, I think it's like a Facebook post or something like that that asks, did you have a naked mommy? I had a fucking naked mommy, y'all. Like, my mom was, to this day, actually, like, I might go over her house and she'll, like, come to the door butt-ass naked. Like, my mom be walking around naked. I'll walk around naked. Um... My kids probably going to like to walk around the fuck naked. I think I'm passing this shit on. <laughs> but uh, I think that's that damn near groomed. Now, I don't want to say groomed. I don't like the word groom in that context. Uh, uh -oh. That damn near uh, influenced the way in which I, I'm just super comfortable being butt ass naked around people. Like that's what it comes down to. I'm super comfortable. I don't have shit to hide. Literally. It's your freak hostess, Jody, and you're tuned into Provocative. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I will marry a nigga off some dick because everything else we can work on. And I've, I have uh, sporadic periods of excessive masturbation. I really like how that just sounded. If I fuck you once and it's good, I'm gonna keep fucking you. Because I didn't start sucking dick until college. Blew in that man's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That shit is wicked. That shit is... And uh, on today's episode, um, I have a guest. Every, all of these episodes with the kink series are going to have a guest, and we're going to kind of dissect your top kinks uh, as a result of this test. Um, I'm going to put the test in the bio, so if y'all want to take the test and then figure out where you fall on the the kink spectrum you're you're able to do that as well um so yeah i'm gonna allow my guest to introduce himself first though my name's terry i'm from roseland <laughs> get on my fucking nerves y'all terry damn it don't even need no fucking introduction because i, I, I need to wear my hat low because i'm gonna say some wild shit so i, I got my hat <laughs> I'm gonna wear my hat real low. So if this shit go crazy, they don't know who the fuck I am. You funny as fuck. Like, motherfuckers what? know your voice. They know your beard damn nah, near. I could deny, deny, deny. Deny, <laughs> deny, deny. <laughs> no face, no case. <laughs> no, nah, man. I'm Terry Roseland. Uh, you can find me at Terry Roseland on all social media platforms at terryroseland.com, Terry Roseland Podcast. Uh, you, you might can find me in Roseland. Shit. <laughs> uh, I have a, a podcast, obviously, uh, Corona FC Network. And yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm a little freaky sometimes too. Uh, yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We going we to get into that, y'all. Uh, so do you want to just tell them what your top results were? 
My top results. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let me go back. Your top three. Look really quick. Uh, I think my top one was dominant. What does that mean? Well, I guess it's pretty straightforward. You could be a dom, basically, like a pro dom. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have you ever done anything like that? I actually got to be my sex slave. I don't think she liked the sound of it, <laughs> and she didn't do it. But um, maybe you asked it wrong. Asked it just like that. That's prob. That's wrong. I think that's uh, wrong. Yeah. Like if you just walk us, I want you to be my sex slave. I, like, called I don't. Her. You you called her. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. You probably shouldn't have asked that over the phone. She's acting so. She's acting so thirsty over sex. Like I was like, well, I mean, you stay down the street. Maybe I could just like call you whenever I want and like make you do wild <laughs> shit. And she she wasn't for it. Really? Yeah. Had you already had sex with her? Yeah. And she wasn't down for that. Yeah, we had sex a lot. She but she wasn't like, down for you saying like. What's, she, what's she the, the title she, of it? I don't know. She said, she's like, I don't know if I'm ready for all that. I was just like, all right. But you're doing it damn near. Not really. She wasn't really doing it? Not really, no. Oh. I don't know. I just feel like if a nigga that I already fucked and the the sex is amazing, if he asked me to be his sex slave, I would be honored. Like, for sure. I would damn near be like, Slavery is a choice. Choose me. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> it can't be a choice. Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Kanye isn't always wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's the next one? Oh, uh, my next one is I'm a rigger. Do you know what a rigger is? It sounds really close to nigger, and I don't <laughs> like that. Because I know somebody white wrote this, and there's a lot of slave questions on the test. Oh, my God. A rigger is someone who likes to tie people up. That's my thing. That's my thing. <laughs> you say only 87%, though. This should this should have been number one. I like tying bitches up. Yeah. So, yeah. And then what's your third one? My third one is a, a brat tamer. How you feel about that? I don't, I don't really like brats. Like, I don't know what a brat is sexually, but... A brat is damn near somebody that kind of, like, do shit to get punished on purpose. Okay. Yeah, like, I'm a do... Like, you know how a motherfucker be like, oh, I'm going to fuck the shit out of... Like, you you, you doing shit, and I'm going to fuck the shit... I'm going to take it out on you sexually. Uh, So, it's it's that. That's my thing. This (laughs) tastes pretty accurate. Oh man, yeah. So uh I think the all th- all three of yours kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Like you you damn near They kind of do. Yeah, it kind of like the same thing. Yeah, like even the like as a rigger someone who uh ties somebody up like you it's not like it's subs tying people up necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like they're not really in that role of, you know, controlling the situation in that respect. Um, so all three of yours have to do with damn near like power. Um, mm. Yeah. And like. I'm like ghost out here. <laughs> uh, very, very much a leader um, in that respect. Um, I met a dom at Exotica last year and he kind of made me want to explore this a so little more. Unk? No, not daddy. Uh, I'm not calling nigga daddy. I know you're not calling him daddy. <laughs> but no, not him. Uh, Someone else. Uh, He was a sir. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, 
And it's funny because like as a regular ass nigga on the street, I probably would not have been attracted to him. That's most of the niggas y'all like though. But Don't... the fact that he was a dom, I was yeah. just kind of like. Hmm. I wouldn't like Tupac if he was a regular nigga on the street. He's bald here with a nose ring. Yeah, like I was oh. like, this weird ass nigga with a nose ring. Why are you bald? Nigga, you like 22, right? Yeah, like why are you bald? Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> it made me think about uh, when motherfuckers was talking about Baby Boy and they was like, this nigga playing a 20 year old, a bald 20 year old. That is crazy. <laughs> but he was stressed the fuck out, so it made sense. He was stressed <laughs> the fuck out. He was going through shit. He had no money. He had like a he reason to be bald. He stayed with his mama. Like, yeah. His mama getting fucked. Most 20 year olds are like, <laughs> Have no money and stay with it. Maybe he wasn't going through shit. That's a regular 20 year old. Right, like, it's a regular 20 year old nigga. Two babies? Yeah, he did. He had two baby mamas. 20 with two babies. Are you stressed? Because you're a reckless nigga. You might not give a fuck. <laughs> or you might be stressed the fuck out. I don't know. Shout out yeah. to Judge. He wasn't taking care of them kids, really. But that's why he was, he was 20. He was trying. He wasn't really that bad of a guy. Um, mm, I mean, we do know that there wasn't no resolution in that movie, though. I mean, most black films and <laughs> were horrible with no resolution. You think about it. What was the resolution to Belly? What was Belly about? I know. have no fucking idea what that movie <laughs> it was. really was a documentary. Like. It just happened. Like, this is what happened in these collection of weeks. <laughs> that the man got shot and beat the bitch up in the next scene. Like, how did he survive that? Oh, my fucking... <laughs> um... Okay, I want to talk about like the uh, so where do you is there any example that kind of because you said like oh they're pretty damn accurate is there mm-hmm. anything that you think about now in hindsight and you like damn like maybe I was trying to tame a brat in this sexual experience or make you know what I'm saying mm, not in a sexual experience but I just feel like in a in a romantic way in general I'm more attracted to women who are difficult. Very much brat tamer. You are yeah. definitely a brat tamer because yeah. literally they find the disobedience and the playfulness of it. Like, because I know Not when a I told disobedient bitch. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm just playing. I'm joking. Ah, <laughs> but just I, difficult. Like, I, I, yeah, yeah. No, it's like, but that's that's what it is. It's like a playful kind of disobedience. It's yeah, like, sure. okay, I'm gonna do this, and then like a motherfucker, like I'm, I'm gonna, you know, like. Because as a brat, I know I've done situations where it's like, okay, what's my punishment? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and that that sounds kind of sick because in the same way, I don't like when motherfuckers say shit like, oh, I need a motherfucker that's going to know how to handle me. I don't want to be handled. Like, I hate women who say that. Yeah, I don't like that shit. Like, but I kind of like handling bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should have been a pimp now. Like this is making me think, who would I have been in the seventies? I always thought I would have been a drug dealer because. Why do you think everybody that? was a drug dealer? Because you didn't have to be tough back then. Like everybody was told crack. I feel like, 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 <laughs> like I feel like you, you had to be a killer to do that. Pull that shit off. Like <laughs> in the eighties, it was just everybody. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you would have been a, a pimp that sold drugs, like a or had your bitches. It's like pimps either sell drugs or do drugs. Yeah, I don't think you would have been a drug doer. I don't think so. I don't see that with your personality. I definitely see you like, like mm. bitch, get on that corner. <laughs> sniffing coke off titties. I don't, not a big fan of titties, but sniffing coke off titties. <laughs> it sound good. It sound kind of sound fun. above me. I was about to say you talk about sniffing or below coke. me. That's <laughs> <laughs> like it's my speed, actually. <laughs> I could, I could see you doing a line off somebody's ass. 
For I can, sure. I can see that. Sure. I can see that. Oh man. In terms of um your the rigor, like how often is that something that you incorporate into like, Um, I try to do it all the time, but uh <laughs> some bitches don't want to be hogtack. Some girls got like trauma and shit. So like, yeah. they don't wanna like they can't do that. Yeah. And that's cool. And I've heard I've helped some women overcome their trauma by tying them bitches, uh tying those women up. How do you feel <laughs> about that? Do you feel like I feel accomplished. I feel yeah. like a therapist. Um <laughs> I feel like I help somebody overcome trauma, which is that's a you know yeah. that's a great thing. Yeah, that is. Um, but with with the with the bondage thing, with the time chicks up, um, I don't necessarily try to do it every time because it will get old, obviously. And I don't know a, a ton of ways to tie chicks up. I'm not with the super long rope tricks and shit. I tie chicks up with a necktie, a pair of socks, and a broomstick, and that's it. Um. So there's it, it a, can happen anywhere. I can go in a hotel and find some shit to tie you up with. There's a pillowcase trick. Okay. Um, break it down. Yeah. So like uh, what you can do with the pillowcase and uh, you take the pillowcase obviously off of the pillow. We're not, mm. you know, smothering bitches. Mm. Uh, you have the girl like put her arms like this and then you put the pillowcase all the way up like yeah. this so that she's like that. And then you tag so that it ain't just like dangling or whatever. And then you have her lay down. So now her shit, like her arms are behind her and she's kind of restricted. And then you can kind of have your way. Sounds a little uncomfortable. That way. I like my I like my broomsticks and ties uh, a little No, bit I'm just saying like, I don't know. You might yeah. not be able to find a fucking broomstick. I mean, it's, I could take the closet stick that you hang the shirts on. Motherfuckers better be in a hotel room trying to deconstruct And I think shit. it's better when you don't come with things and you figure out where to do it because the bitch is like overwhelmed. No, that's what she I'm saying. Like, like oh you gonna find a pillowcase. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, um, prior to me uh, finding out that I myself am uh, a rope bunny, I've said multiple times, I like, be- I like being tied up, but I knew I liked being tied up before I even got tied up. I just yeah. knew I'm like, nah, this is some shit that I'm with. I just know I'm with it. Mm-hmm. Um, then it happened, and I was like, hell yeah, I knew it. This was amazing. Um, but I've done more tying than actually being tied up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate that because niggas ain't out here letting bitches tie them up. So it's like, oh, you trust me, nigga. Like, mm-hmm. you trust me to do this. It would never happen. <laughs> it never happened. I know we had a, you know, we had. I asked you a question before. You was like, I ain't let no bitch do nothing to me. Nothing. Yeah, it's not too much of anything a woman can do to me. Like other than give me head. Like it's. Like, yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, like that's very, but that's where that's a very dom dom thing to say. Yeah, doms doms don't allow people to do things to them. Yeah, that shit did. And then the whole like, oh, you never know. You might like it. Like, that's the thing. I don't care if I like it. You can like it and still be like, no, bitch. If I did crack, I'm pretty sure I'd love it. Like, everybody does. I've never ah, seen a nigga right. do crack and be like, nah, that one. Nah, that ain't shit for me. Like, <laughs> niggas love crack. That don't, do that mean we want to do crack? Like, no. So, oh, man. all that pegging shit, like, your G spot is in your ass. It can stay there. <laughs> The fuck is you talking about? Like, and leave it the fuck alone too, bitch. <laughs> oh man, it's some shit I can die without. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Like, as someone who is sexually curious, um, I can still understand and appreciate somebody else's boundaries. Yeah. So, 
do I want to understand those boundaries? Of course. Like, I still want to know why you feel mm-hmm. the way you feel. I don't want you to just be like, no, I'm not with it. And then I don't get like the, you know. So also, so also I don't want a motherfucker to feel like I'm trying to pressure them into doing some shit just because I want to understand why. I need to understand the context because if I try to introduce you to, you know, I right, it may not be this, but it may be something else. I don't want I don't want it to get to a point where I'm like, let's try this, let's try this, let's try this. And you be like, damn, bitch, like, why you keep trying to bring shit to me? Like I said no the first two, three times. But I'm like, this is different. Like, it's not the same shit. But um, I think the kind of takeaway is it's super important to have these conversations and understand like what motherfuckers is into because sometimes shit you know uh, a motherfucker might say something that might you might like shit I don't I don't want to be shamed or feel judged by bringing this to you know the situation with the person I'm with and then it kind of backfired because there's a lot of shame when it comes to just regular sex but then you 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 bringing kinks and shit like that you saying like oh. I want you to tie me up and have me dangling from the fucking ceiling. Just like leave me there or some shit like that. And motherfuckers like, what the fuck happened to you? Like, it's like, nah, I just like it. Yeah, I think it's just important to know who you are. Because I I mean, we we can apply that to sex because it's such a taboo thing within itself. But it could be anything. I remember I was a child. I was in class and uh, they asked us our favorite cartoon. And it was a shit called Ben 10 out. That shit must have been whack as fuck. I have never seen that shit. But um, I was a big Dragon Ball Z fan, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, let's say they asked all the boys, like, what was their favorite cartoon? It was asking the girls, too, but, you know, I'm paying attention to, like, what the other boys in my class like. So, like, every nigga before me said, like, Ben 10, whoever the fuck that is, mm-hmm. right? So, like, when they got to me, I'm like, damn, I don't want to say Dragon Ball Z because, because clearly yeah, these niggas never like, seen it. Yeah. Because if they saw it, their favorite cartoon would be Ben 10. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, these niggas don't think I'm weird. So, I say mm-hmm. Ben 10. The niggas that went after me pr- proceed to say Dragon Ball Z. Like one nigga after me said Ben 10, everybody else said Dragon Ball Z. Now I'm in the wrong fucking group with the Ben 10 niggas. Yeah, like <laughs> you know I'm, saying? I'm not drawing, even supposed to be over here. Drawing cartoon I never fucking seen before because I was scared to be me. And mm-hmm. I think that it's just, it, that go beyond sex. I think it's just, you have to know who you are yeah. in any room, in any situation. and Because it, I mean, don't get me wrong, you can't be confident in one space and not confident in another. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be an insecure or not confident person all the way up around the board. Uh, some aspects of life, we just feel more com- comfortable than others. But I think just really knowing who you are and your soul will just help you be more comfortable across the board and just be able to tell motherfuckers, like, this is what I'm on. And if you don't like it, oh, fucking well. I don't care if you feel about it. I agree. I yeah. agree. Um, literally, when I look at my results, because... You got like a top three and everything else is like, okay, you kind of dabble, right? I got a top eight, Mm -hmm. which is like, a motherfucker be like, damn, bitch, like. You went to a lot of shit. Yeah, and I'm like, but I am. But even if you look at my life, I'm into a lot of shit. Like Mm -hmm. literally my personality translates very well into the bedroom because I'm like, I could be over here. I could be over here. I could do this. I could do that. Like I I think sex is very much that way though like mm-hmm. it, it, it do reflect a lot of who we are in the world yeah it's in a more intimate setting yeah like across the board yeah yeah but i think this is good for you to be into so much shit for a guy who uh a lot of guys have high sex drive and a lot of dudes get bored sexually in a relationship and they try other things cheating is about more than that so i'm not here to say they <laughs> cheat because right they get bored having sex because it's not just that but mm-hmm. a lot of guys do get bored and uh i think it's good for somebody to have like just be into different shit because somebody got as much boundaries as like 
Like I have a lot of boundaries. So I couldn't date a woman who had boundaries like me. Like mm. it'll never like, <laughs> be like, what the fuck like, we, we just doing? Ain't doing shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Cause, <laughs> so I gotta date somebody who went to all of the crazy shit because yeah. I'm not into none of it. It's happening to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm into doing everything that to her, but yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a it's definitely a compatibility thing. Like I've had sex and here's the thing. Sometimes I'll have sex with somebody that I know is just more vanilla than me, but it's like, I know what I'm going to get out this situation. So it's like, I'm not looking for the heightened, most amazing experience. I got another nigga for that. Yeah. Um, so with me, I, I, I just, I definitely can't date somebody or fuck somebody that's super, super, super vanilla. Like if we having a conversation and you saying like, oh, you know, Anybody that can't deal with sex toys being involved, I cannot fuck you. Like, I can't. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. going to be a problem because I damn toys, that way as a man. but toys are not just vibrators. I feel mm-hmm. like that's what it is. A toy is anything, goddammit, extra. Like, a rope is a toy. A feather is a toy. Like, what are you playing with? You know what I'm saying? Just like yeah. as kids, like, I mean, shit, this spoon is technically not a toy, but it's being used by a kid to play with. So it's a toy. You, by- should, you should do an episode about non-toy toys. About like regular items that can be used during sex. I would be like, really good at that. One of my because... favorite things is pillows. I like like hitting a chick from the back when she's on her knees on the bed and like stacking up pillows and bending her over the pillows. Yeah. This is a whole different kind of like experience when she's bent. Even though the pillows are soft as fuck. Yeah. Like her being bent over the pillows, her comfort, and then like the angle you can kind of hit at. Yeah. Is a lot. Like that shit is a. I would like. I would, I, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that because I like finding uh, multi uses for household items. Like, mm-hmm. for example, um, when I do my uh, dick sucking class and I tell the girls, like, when they use the masturbation sleeve to use a little bit of lube. Or you could do this trick that I show them with the lube to, you know, kind of make it a visual. A masturbation sleeve during yeah. dick sucking? What is that? Yeah. So, like, the mask. create that with their hands? No. Uh, it's okay. like a jelly thing that kind of, like, compresses. and. So, this is a toy that they're putting on. Yeah, guy. it's a toy, mm. right? Um, this is for the girls that don't like to swallow. Um, yeah, I mean, I told look, no, but it's but even if you like to swallow, I tell them, like, even if you like to swallow, still use it, let them nut in it, and then slurp it out like a gogurt. That would blow his fight. Just the motherfucker, so the whole thing is covering my dick, uh so I'm not getting my dick sucked. I mean, I tell them to suck the dick before and then to finish it off because, again, it's a trick for girls that may not like to swallow. So you can suck up until and then finish them off real quick. New bitch it's, me, please. Talk <laughs> about new bitch me, please. You funny as fuck. But, um, but it's a different sensation. It's, um, it's giving you kind of that grapefruit feel. Mm. So it's like, all right, cool. And then, I mean, hell, what if the bitch not that good? But shit, you like, you know what? I'm not mad at this. New bitch me, please. Talk about new bitch me, please. Still. <laughs> But um, I tell them, like, oh, well, if you ain't got no lube, do you have coconut oil? Like, coconut oil is a good alternative. It's a good natural alternative to that as well. Plus, it's like, you know, coconut oil got, like, benefits. So we can use coconut oil for lube? I'm not saying replace it with lube. What I'm saying is you can use it as a natural alternative, especially, like, so, for example, if you know you got, like, a dry mouth or something like that, just put a little coconut oil in your mouth. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So. But I like water. I be having coconut oil. You be having coconut oil? I don't be using it for sex, though. What you be using it for? My hair. But it's here, so now, you know. 
<laughs> you funny as fuck. No, lube, get, if you have lube, but if you don't have lube, like what you don't want to do is like, oh, I'm finna just get some baby oil and use it as lube. Oh, no. Yeah. That don't sound good. Yeah. <laughs> sound like BV maybe? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And it's just too, like, I don't know. I don't want my dick in baby. I don't even want to put baby my dick in baby oil. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> what is fuck? Oh man. Uh, is there anything that you scored low that you feel like you should have been higher in? Let me see. Degrader? No. Brat? <laughs> no. Pet? Hell no. Prey? I'm not trying to get away from nobody. Uh, machinist? I don't like beating chicks up. I'm not cool on that. Rope bunny slave? It's masochist. Hell, no. Masochist? It's not like a rapper. Uh, boy, girl, nope. Yeah. Degrady, hell no. Age player, no. <laughs> Master mistress, no. I'm twenty one percent submissive. I guess that ain't bad. I like I like a, a chick to initiate sex. Mm-hmm. Mommy, daddy, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> owner, Mister, mistress, non monogamous, forty three percent. This is like a cheater. Like a forty percent non monogamous is like nigga, you just a cheater. Like, like you're not standing on that shit for real. Like, I feel like you gotta be like eighty percent to be like a real like non-monogamous. Like, like non, like if your non-monogamous is like less than seventy percent, you just a fuck nigga. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> <laughs> um, exhibitionist, fifty-two percent experimentalist. Maybe experimentalist could have been a little higher. But I mean, you said it's only experimentalist to the extent that oh, you're doing why shit. Fifty percent, okay. Yeah, yeah like, like you your do, half, yeah, bitch. like <laughs> so Not she mine. really has to be the experimentalist. Like I'm cool with doing the shit to you, yeah. but you're not doing yeah, shit to yeah, me. Yeah. Nah, I'm with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you feel like it was? I mean, shit. The next high score after your Brad Tamer was vanilla. So it's like you like pretty regular, you know, sex with the the occasional kink. For like, sure, yeah. For sure. I mean, for me, it's just spontaneousness is my biggest thing with sex. Like, right. The time chicks up. That's that's a pretty big part of it. But like overall, it's the spontaneousness of it. It's not it not being expected. It being really a part of the moment and not like letting the moment pass just because we're in public or just because or whatever the fuck the issue is. So like, that's really my biggest thing with sex. It's like it being. Random and unexpected. Like if we play it, my be, my best sex, not my best sex ever, but like one of my most memorable sex moments was I took a girl on a date to Really Ball up north, right? So we go on a date and did you like Really Ball? Like I didn't make it in. That's the the great part about it, right? Ah, uh-huh. so we, we go inside Really Ball. I mean, no, we don't go inside Really Ball. Uh, we in a parking lot and we just start kissing in the parking lot. Shit got kind of hot, whatever. I end up like, fuck it, let's just get in the back and fuck. We end up going two rounds in the back of the car. I fell asleep, woke up at like six in the morning in the parking lot. Really well. That sounds amazing. Crazy. Great situation. Yeah. Like, it's just a good experience. Even if the sex wasn't overly amazing, the experience was overly amazing to be like, nah, this is some shit that goes down in the memory the memories her. for That's the one I got away. <laughs> That's the one I got away for sure. It wasn't that situation that made you say, like, I loved her. It was everything. It was like she was the one. Like, she just... It was shit like that, though. It was other shit, too. But it was shit like that, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. She was just with the shit. 
Nice. I I love when I hear that women are with the shits and they just are themselves because it ain't too. And here's the thing too: the fact that she could be herself with you and be able to do some shit like that because niggas make it hard for you to just be your full freaky self. Um, because they throw that shit in your face like real quick. Absolutely. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Do you have any specific questions about your results? Because I feel like your shit is your shit damn near is your personality. Like your shit is very much your personality. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel like being a voyeur that's watching sex. Yeah. I feel like that's probably from porn. Cause. Yeah. Uh, so if some motherfuckers was fucking in front of you, you would be like. Yeah, I'm kind of cool <laughs> on that. I'm kind of cool on that. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I'm kind of cool on like. Oh, if I don't, my ass be if, like. If I don't know them, I feel like a creep. If I know them, it's like, bro, like, or like. What is you doing? Get out of yeah, here. It's like, bro, nah. <laughs> but I mean, even if it's a girl, like if it was two girls I knew, mm-hmm. I would be cool watching as long as they cool with me watching. Mm-hmm. But let's say it's like a nigga I don't know and a girl I know. I don't know. Nah, I'm just cool on watching. <laughs> if I walk in and people having sex, it's like, all right, I'm cool. Like, I don't need to see that. That's yeah, okay. I'm curious to see how other motherfuckers respond to that because Voyeur was damn near in a couple people, yeah. top three. And even in the exhibition shit, I feel like I'm cool with having sex outside, but like- Not with people just watching you? Yeah, like people intentionally. Like if I'm fucking and somebody see because I'm outside, uh, it's like whatever, but I'm not. I wouldn't, I ain't just trying to fuck in a room for the people. Mm. Like I'm cool on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool on it. Well, <laughs> I think I'm cool on that. I don't know. You think you're cool on that? It depends on the chick. I was about to say, what was your what was your score for an exhibition? If it's a chick, maybe it's up there in like the fifty somewhere. Exhibition is fifty two. Yeah. I, I think like it might be a case by case thing. If it's a chick, I'm already fucking. Mm-hmm. No. If it's a chick that's like this is my chance to fuck her. And I got to do it in front of everybody. I'm, I'm not hesitating. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> if like Lori Harvey wanted to just want to give me the pussy in front of everybody, then like we just gonna have to get down. <laughs> <laughs> I use Lori Harvey as an example, but it's a lot of regular bitches out there. That if you want to give me the pussy in front of everybody, you can. You oh can man! It. So you you wouldn't shy away from that. Uh, that's cool. Depending on the woman. If it's like a average chick, it's like, I'm not fucking in front of all these people. What are you talking about? <laughs> relax. Get a room. So relax. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny as hell. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like with me, all eight of my top kind of like, it's like, damn, I don't know. It's pretty, it's just pretty fucking accurate. Like I would have sex in front of people. What's your, what's the top? Your top so, eight, you got eight greens. I have eight greens. It's crazy. It's like a salad. <laughs> it's like, it's a mixed green, a mixed, greens. A mixed green salad. <laughs> um, uh, exhibitionist. That's number one. A hundred percent. Damn. Okay. Yeah, a hundred percent voyeur. A hundred percent switch. Ninety-eight. Goddamn switches. What is a switch again? A switch is somebody who does a switch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Precious. Precious. precious <laughs> Maybe um, that's why he's a switch because he got two names. Anyway, <laughs> they're just part of his personality of being a switch. <laughs> Nigga just switches names, <laughs> switches sexuality. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Okay, it's not, it has nothing to do with your sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god guys a switch is someone who doesn't want to be in either a dominant or a submissive role all of the time mm. they know how to be adaptable they know when to switch mm. um so I can be a dom in a situation or I could be a sub in a situation. Right. Just kind of depends. So do, that mean, do that mean Precious is on this on that four shit? Wait, what? Because no. <laughs> like, when I think what you just described, it sounds like you know how the nigga four. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know if your audience know who four is. If they didn't know, they probably learned yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You just say what as you want to switch. He like you want to be pegged and shit. Can I ask a question that's like off topic? Yes. And I know like this is a uh this I don't know if this question could get you canceled, but you know all the, it, we the, here. the the views of this question reflect Terry Roseland and I don't give a fuck. So I was about to say that was your disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like guys like four do everything to not be gay. Mm. And I, I, I like I have a respect for people's sexuality, and people might hear this and be like, "No, the fuck you don't," because you wouldn't be saying that. And maybe y'all right, but <laughs> I feel like I have a respect for people's sexuality. Yeah. But I also feel like if you're, I feel like it's more homophobic to deny being gay while doing a bunch of super teeter of the line shit than to just be like gay, like because it's like niggas be blaming all of the the uh, heterosexual strictly heterosexual guys who don't have that flexibility of sexuality for being the most homosexual people in the world. But I feel mm-hmm. like a nigga who you want to get fucked in the ass by a woman, not just peg, but a full size like strap in your ass. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, still pegging. And it's, it's like, oh, well, I'm not gay because it's a woman. It's like, bro, you are gay. And I feel like you're homophobic as fuck for denying it. Like you're trying to do everything in the world. You're doing everything in the world to not be gay. Um. So the only thing that I find uh problematic with somebody uh saying like, I mean, here's the thing: people are going to identify however they're gonna identify. All right. So you know what I'm saying? There are DL men that swear up and down they are not gay. Um, so why why are we allowing this then? Why are we allowing why are we this? allowing people to identify as what they want if that's not the facts of what's happening? Okay, so that shit is crazy. Yeah, so sexuality is a skill. I know we like to think that you either straight or you gay or you bi is like the middle. Yeah. But in the same way, you go to like Buffalo Wild Wings and they got that like mild to hot kind of like in all of the different in-betweens sexuality is like that like i'm not bisexual i would tell a motherfucker that i'm not bisexual but i do eat pussy now i'm not i'm not eating pussy because i'm actually attracted to the female i do the shit because i like the reaction that i'm getting from the person that i'm doing it to so it's like okay it could be a bitch or it could be a nigga and i like what you're doing while i'm doing this to you that sounds very bisexual. It's it can not equally bisexual. Be a I am not curious man. though. But if, Curi- you, if you if it's equally if the energy is equal towards women and men, what makes that not no, bisexual? No, so you I'm not equally. But that's man. what I'm saying. Like I'm not equal. I'm not equally sexually attracted to men and women because it's very much an energy thing. So okay, it's cool. like with women, it's like because here's the thing: I could find I could think a woman pretty, but that it'll just be like heterosexually. I think you're pretty versus now we vibing and we like you know and then it's like accident like oops how many accidents have you had three 
three. How many accidents do it take for you to be bisexual? Five. Uh, I think five. How many accidents do you bisexual? That's what I want to know. Like, my thing is this. My thing is this. How many how many coochies you gotta eat to be bisexual? Like, if a dude was sucking dick, how many dicks you gotta suck to be bisexual? How much do he gotta like sucking dick to be bisexual? Like, like, I'm not sexually attracted. I'm not sexually attracted to. Well, let me not say I'm. Um, this shit can get cut anyway. But if a dude is out here saying like, I'm, if a dude is out here saying he's not sexually attracted to another guy, he just likes sucking his dick. What do you call that? Like I'm straight. I just like sucking. Which, he's just I, the, I, I, he's just, like, he's just a little bi curious. You gonna have to chop this shit up. Ah! Look, oh, you gonna edit this episode? If a dude huh? is saying he's straight, but he wants to suck another dude's dick. Because I feel like, yes, yeah, it's, it's a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like if straight is on this end and you do anything outside of that, you sliding down. Yeah. But straight is on this end. So it's like, maybe you ain't gay. But you're but you not all straight. the way straight. <laughs> you ain't straight. So whatever we going to call the middle, we could call it that. But because even if you, it's some niggas that identify as gay that still fuck with girls. And I just feel like it's, we need some concrete shit. And sexuality yeah. can be fluid. <laughs> But we need like concrete categories to where the fuck you fall. Yeah. So I mean, it's a I lot tell of people going on. This shit getting dangerous. Yeah, I tell me it's getting dangerous. I tell people that I personally, I don't identify as bisexual, but I do identify as hetero flexible. Uh, there is some flexibility. <laughs> this is your own definition that you came up with. Other people use hetero flexible. Okay. I wonder if I, if by me identifying as hetero flexible, I fall into the LGBTQ plus question mark. You're super in the community. Like I, as an you, ally, you didn't know you was in the community. No, you're in the community. You're not an ally. Like you're on the team. They got to give me an H. No. <laughs> Why not? You're in the community. You're in the. I don't know what letter you are. Let me see. L is for LG. You're either B or Q. I ain't queer. Or you in the plus. The plus is like non-binary Bro. <laughs> Bro. You in the community. Oh, like, <laughs> like, yes, you are. I am. Yes. Yay for me. I don't know which part of the community you in, but you're in the community. It's funny because like when I be filling out job applications and they be like, how do you sexually identify? I be like, I'm heterosexual. Sometimes. <laughs> what day of the week is it? What side of bed I wake up on? What a bitch is that? Like, who? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. And I, I don't know. I like, I like, uh, I think it's important to not let uh, the world define you and yeah. tell you who you are because you could be a lot of different things. But I feel like that's when it comes to being boxed in. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like you say, oh, this person's a, a, a teacher. He can do more than just that. Or this person's an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. They can do more than just that, whatever the case may be. So I feel like it's, 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 it's not you could be a lot of different things, but I feel like words do have meanings, mm-hmm. and like you can be in multiple categories. You don't have to just be in one category, but mm-hmm. at the same time, we have to find some type of like what is this thing? Mm-hmm. Like, do we? We yeah, we kind of do. Why? Because a lot of decisions get made based off what things are, like, like bathrooms. I mean, but that's why they started and, having like. And I'm saying like the whole genderless bathrooms. Yeah, but the the gender wasn't an accident. Like niggas be raping women and shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a it's a reason why shit is separate. And no, we and I we agree. finna figure out why. I feel like the history is finna repeat itself to where like we're gonna like take these gender boundaries off and then niggas is gonna realize why they were there. Yeah. And be like, hey, we need to, to maybe some we need cool to step dudes the in the genderless back. bathrooms. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure it's cool. They was that. gay, but they was cool. Yeah, and it, it, I don't know. It's just like I just think you know, I'm all for a lot of the sexuality shit, right? It only becomes weird when we try to start labeling and unlabeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the sexuality, switching people up, fucking switching however de- they yeah, want to fuck. Switching up definitions it's cool. and yeah. I think that's where everybody is with this shit right now. I think everybody is kind of like, ah, you want to fuck the same sex, we cool with that. But if you want to say you're the different the opposite sex, then that's when it, it gets yeah. I think it can get dangerous. Yeah, I think when we get too caught up in the um, definitions of things, though, that can be an issue. Because here's the thing. Um, you know, in the same way that both of us can agree that sexuality, you know, it's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sexuality changes. So it's like for a majority of my life, I identified as this. Now I turn around and say, no, I'm this. And motherfuckers like, but motherfucker, wait. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, you have a lot of people that are in heterosexual relationships for majority of their life. And then for whatever reason, they got divorced. They, you know, whatever yeah. the case is now, it's like, no, they're in a different type of relationship now. Um and it may not be on the basis of sexuality. It may be on the basis of, you know, just like their gender identity. Like you might have a woman who identifies as, you know, one thing, but she comes off as like masculine or something like that. And then she de- she dates somebody that's feminine. But that works for them. Sure. But that doesn't mean that every it like I hate I hate it when motherfuckers will say shit like oh well, if you got a gay boy and you put him with a gay girl then boom it's the perfect match like no fuck no. He's gay because he like dick. Like, who would you see say what I'm saying? That? No, motherfuckers would dead ass say that. Like, in an argument to be like, no, every man and woman should still be together, even if the man is gay and then the woman like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, the woman like coochie, the nigga like dick. If, you know, like, maybe you could see, you know, like, he still that, has a dick. That's, she still has a, this shit makes no sense. <laughs> who would say that? And again, like, with the sexuality, like, like what I just said about Ford, for example, right? Mm-hmm. I think. The whole four situation is just like odd. Mm-hmm. I'm it's not different. advocating for four to stop doing what he's doing. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I see four, whatever, cool. He got some tattoo specials. I, I don't go to fucking four for a tattoo. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't care that much. Like, it's mm-hmm. just something that I brought up because I, but like the outside, when it goes outside of the sexuality to the point where like how I have to receive someone or, you know, Caitlyn Jenner women wanted women one woman of the year or like things like that like uh men being in women's MMA and breaking mm-hmm. women's eye sockets and shit like that mm-hmm. is like that's the shit I'm talking about like right, who of you want to have sex with I don't give a fuck right unless it's a child which I think they're gonna try to ride the coattails of the community and ride their way into the community I think they're already trying. I I saw That's Facebook. What we gotta stop the fucking yeah, I was about to say we gotta we gotta stop the fucking train. Yeah, like we gotta stop that shit. Like uh uh-uh. uh, but yeah. um, I definitely saw um a Facebook status recently saying that they have like this uh it's it's like they're referring to themselves as minor attracted peoples. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna like bro. Look, they gonna pop up like y'all niggas said. Love is love. Y'all can choose who y'all love, and I can't either. I like kids. I, let me stop saying it. Me, wow. me, I'm just saying, like, I got to stop saying I. I got to stop yeah. using that tense. Right? Yeah. But they're going to pop up. Th- those people are popping up saying that. Like, y'all niggas say love is love. We can choose who we love. We like kids. We That still sounded bad. 
they like kids. I'm editing the shit out of this. Like, <laughs> but I'm saying that they're that's what they're trying to do. And um, that's some scary shit. It is. It that's is. That's some scary shit. And I mean, I think that uh, here's the and thing. There's a lot of them. You, we have to have these conversations. We have to be open, and we can't just say like, "All right, we have us over here," and then the all of the weirdos over there, and then just putting extra people into buckets that they don't belong. Sure. Um, I think it's super important to understand and really get down to the, you know what I'm saying? Even regardless of the labels, understanding what people are into. Because mm-hmm. um, regardless of what the fuck you identify as, the only thing that really matters is what you're into. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, if you, you know, like, oh. Until they start making laws around what you identify as, that's kind of the scary part. Mm-hmm. And like, even, especially like in the health field of like. Yeah. Or in jail, in correctional facilities. It, it, you know, it should get kind of crazy when you putting a yeah. man in a woman's jail and they getting chicks pregnant and vice versa and shit like that. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely think we need to step back on the sexuality part. The shit about the kids though. Right? Like. At what point is it even? I think like I can admire from a political standpoint what the LGBTQIA plus community did because they stood together and said we're not voting for nobody until they give us what the fuck we want. I feel like black people should model that, right? Like, and I, people are gonna hate that I said that. I don't give a fuck. But politically, they did the shit the way they're supposed to do shit, and they got the shit that they wanted, which is cool. Uh, 50 years ago, if you were gay, they would say that you were sick and you needed help, right? Mm-hmm. And now they got what they wanted politically, and that's cool. And I can respect it. Like I feel like we, I was raised in a homophobic environment all around me, and I've kind of grown. I've grown. I'm trying to still grow into the point where where I'm like more accepting of like differences between people, mm-hmm. especially when around shit that's their business and don't matter, mm-hmm. right? To my life. However, because that happened the way it happened, can we now? tell a pedophile you're sick and you need help because of your sexual preferences because 50 years ago we were just telling gay people that so can we still say that like you're sick you need help you don't get anything but a fucking doctor and to get or get fucking killed and unfortunately it's very much a um that's a western thing that's a u.s thing because if pedophiles um to an extent uh so like with the greeks i believe uh, you go back to so, and it's like, and here's the thing too. It's so much. I'm gonna say gay shit, but not in a bad way. It's a <laughs> lot of gay shit that happened throughout history. Like if you yeah. you go back to the Greeks and like you know, if you were a boy, you were groomed by an older man and yeah. you was getting fucked. Super like bad. that's what it was. It's a a lot of war. the kings and you know. uh European history were gay, like mm-hmm. gay as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was it wasn't just and they was damn near drag. Like they wearing heels, they wearing makeup and shit. Like they them niggas is gay. Damn king, I do what the fuck I want. Bitch, <laughs> give me them heels. <laughs> um and uh even uh different like uh different places like uh Papua New Guinea where they and it's like y'all you can look this up, like they will literally you'll have and it sounds sick, and I know it's finna sound sick when I say it, but um as, as someone who is a sex coach, I can't say that it's sick in a way that I'm being judgmental. I'm saying I'm saying that it's sick as a regular as female from Chicago. That's why I'm saying it's sick. 
But as a sex, and it's like I have to wear those two different hats sometimes because it's like I still have to provide a space so that people can feel comfortable expressing things so that I can help them dissect it, right? That said, in Papua New Guinea, if you look it up, there um, there will be men that will literally like ejaculate into a cup and have boys drink it because they are saying that this symbol, I have the essence that you need and I'm passing it on to the younger generations. Right. And I'm pretty sure there's no scientific research to back it. It's not, but the it's. sperm is going to help this child. Ex- develop yeah, exactly. Man. Like now you're going to grow into a man, a strong man, oh because. God. Yeah, exactly. But. Also, that's a cultural thing. That's not our reality. But if you are raised like that, you genuinely don't see anything wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? But let a motherfucker do some shit like that in Chicago. It's like, oh, yeah, put his yeah. ass under the jail. Yeah, you ain't getting no trial for that. Yeah, exactly. Niggas on your ass. Um, And, you know, just with my studies and, you know, me studying sex and me studying sex in different cultures, that's what I came across. And I'm like, yo, like, this is people's reality out here so yeah uh, what we talk about in terms of sexuality uh to an extent is a very western phenomenon mm. Mm. so i don't i didn't mean to make this too political <laughs> but here we are yeah I'm, fuck it shit uh, but I, I am open to learning more because i'm pretty sure there's a lot of shit that i'm ignorant to mm-hmm. um and i think that's important too because you have motherfuckers that are literally closed off from it and you yeah. ca- we can't get progress if we're not having these types of conversations you know what i'm saying Absolutely. once you know more you're even if you say like oh I don't know, like, I'm not with that shit, but at least I know it exists and I know how to handle it. You know what I'm saying? It's not that kind of culture shock where it's like, whoa, what the fuck is this nigga doing? You know those types of motherfuckers exist, and then you can just manage it accordingly. So, for sure, for sure. We got a little serious, y'all. We did. Oh, white niggas be gay, though. Oh, white niggas be gay. <laughs> go against that. <laughs> oh man. Uh this was fun. This was fun. This is a this is a dope episode. Uh we actually always have really good conversations, Terry. I appreciate you. For sure. Um yeah. So uh Terry, tell them again how they can find you and shit. Y'all can find me at Terry Roseland on all of the apps, TikTok, Twitter, Threads, Instagram, Facebook. We do ghetto shit on Facebook. Meet me on Facebook for the ghetto shit. Where the ghetto shit happens. That should be Facebook slogan. Where the ghetto shit where happens. Where the ghetto shit happens. Uh, also, TayRosen.com. You can find me at Battle of the Sexes. Yes. Uh, in Atlanta on August 17th. It, when is this coming out? Uh, Soon. Next year? Jody should be putting shit out. Like, <laughs> no, it's coming out soon. It's going to definitely be out before our Atlanta show. So, By the time yeah. this come out, you could probably find me in fucking Rome somewhere. <laughs> No, guys. Is the quicker Terry edit this episode, the quicker it'll be out. Okay. Yeah. So it's on you. <laughs> see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> so I see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> Funny as hell. But um, yeah, y'all. Uh, y'all gonna start seeing us in different cities real soon. We'll be in Atlanta in August. Uh, the details will be below in the show notes. And yeah, don't forget to. Subscribe, review, leave comments, connect with us on social media and all that good shit. So, yeah, on that note, we out. Before you go, I want to remind you to embrace your inner hoe. 
Thank you for tuning in to Provocative. And don't forget to follow us on all streaming platforms. Happy hoeing. P-R-H-O-E-V-O-C-A-T-I-V-E. Spell with the word hoe because deep down, we all got some hoe in us. And this is your safe space to be unapologetically provocative. Oh, is my ground too masculine? Put the nigga in missionary. Yeah. The <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>